0: Welcome to Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjapay, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Well, hi there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We are on episode 30, and today I am sharing with you the first day of my workshop series, Clarity, Confidence, and Courage transform your life at any age. And today, or Monday, on Monday, November 13th, um, we recorded our first session. It was all focused on clarity, so getting clear on what we want, why this is so important, why it's actually so tricky for us to get to the bottom of what we want, and how a life of fulfillment and freedom and peace and alignment all comes on the other side of asking ourselves, what do I really want? That is what we focused on on day one. And this episode, you're going to get to listen in to that conversation live that happened live. The workshop is still ongoing. So depending on when you're listening to this, this workshop is happening all week and On the first day, we talked about clarity. Tomorrow, which would be Tuesday, we're talking about confidence. And then on day three, we're talking about courage. And the couple of days after that, we're going to be having some really rich conversation. So tune in. If there's still time, please join us. You'll get the recordings, um, the the replay sent to you. You can join the rest of the sessions live All you have to do is go to allyouare.ca slash clarity. That link is in the show notes right below you. So all you have to do is scroll down as you're listening to it, click on the link and sign up and you'll get the replays and you will be invited to join our private Facebook group and set up a connect call with me as well. I hope you enjoy today's session all focused on clarity. So welcome, everyone, to Clarity, Confidence, and Courage, a week-long workshop series that I designed especially for you, and it is a gorgeous, sunny day in Toronto. I actually went for a walk today in preparation um, for spending this time together, and I was just reflecting on the fact that it's a beautiful, sunny day. On Saturday, it was 11 which is totally... A, you know, auspicious day in numerology. Yesterday was Diwali, um, a Hindu festival, uh, like a, you know, a Hindu religious occasion. That's all about the victory of light over darkness and uh, knowledge over ignorance. So just a really auspicious day. And then today, somebody, Jacqueline, who's hopefully on here as well, she reminded me that it's a new moon today. So I feel like the universe is really aligning to us doing this work, to doing the self-exploration this week, and to setting these intentions that really matter. So this is a 5-day workshop. We will be together every day from 12 to 1. As we talked about today, we're going to be focused all on clarity, getting clear on what we want, why it's important, how we can get hung up when it comes to getting clear on what we want. On day 2, we're going to be talking about confidence. So, how do we tap in into that inherent knowing, inherent belief in ourselves? so that we can go out and create the life we want and manifest all the things that we desire for ourselves. And then on day three, we're going to be talking about courage, which is really my favorite because it's the most action oriented. We need courage to take action, like actions we haven't taken before, you know, to speak up in a way we haven't spoken up before, um, to do things we've never done before or to do them in a new way takes Courage. And we all have so much courage within us, and I want us to harness that courage because the world needs our courage. We know this. Um, And then on Thursday and Friday, we're going to be doing some recapping. We're going to be diving deeper into areas that you are sort of asking about or wanting to know more about. We can do Q&As. It's really just our time to hang out and keep having these conversations, so... I'm really excited for this this week. Um and I wanted to start today by really talking about why does it matter that we get clear about what we want, confident that we can have or achieve it, and courageous to take courageous enough to take action and make it happen. Why does this matter? Because I think a lot of us think, well, that's selfish. You know, it's just me wanting what I want. There's like so many other people, so many other needs. There's so many other things happening. Why am I concerning myself with that, with what I want? Right. It's often like the last on the list. And even if we do say what we want, we often feel guilty for it, but I believe, and you know, I'm going to share my story throughout the week that how I came to truly understand this in my bones is that As long as we are chasing someone else's version of success, as long as we are letting our lives be dictated by others around us, we are leaving so much on the table. And what I mean by that is we are leaving our life force, the reason why we are here, who we're meant to be, what we're meant to contribute, the impact we're meant to have. We're leaving that all on the table when we are not focused on what it is that is coming from within us that's already there within us. So your true power and your maximum fulfillment and your greatest contribution to the world and then, you know, shrink it down or do it the other way, but like to your family, to your work, to your community, to the world, all of that comes from you being authentically you. That's how important it is. So we need to first just agree that, what wanting what we want is not selfish. In fact, it's the most generous act. And that is what we're going to focus on today and all week long. So, as I mentioned, this workshop is called Clarity, Confidence, and Courage. I went to business school. So, I'll be talking about my background um, throughout this. But the three C's mean something very different when you're in business school. I have renamed these to be the three C's of personal growth. Clarity, confidence, and courage. And I want us all to have those tattooed in our minds because when we remember that these are sort of the three pillars that we need to tap into again and again and again, then literally we can create anything we want in our lives from that place. Getting clear on what we want, believing in ourselves that we can go out and get it, and then having the courage to take action. Okay, so by the time we get to Friday, And as I said, if you can't make all the calls live, there will be recordings, but by the time we get to Friday, you will have almost a formula. And I don't like the word formula because it's a little bit, um, I don't know, trying to like put a template on this. This is about living life. It's not about a formula, but you will have a sense of how you can literally use this thinking to create or manifest anything in your life. Okay. So. Before we get started on today's session, Clarity, I want to remind you of two things. The first is to join the Facebook group because in there we'll be having discussion before and after. I'll be like sharing additional tips. These um, these videos will be live streaming in there once I figure out how to do that, which I must figure it out by tomorrow. And then the second thing I want to remind you of is to book a connect call with me. So when you signed up for this workshop, you would have received an email to um, get uh, to book a 15 minute call with me. And this 15 minute call, let me just be clear, is not a sales call. It's nothing of that sort. This 15 minutes is for us to connect, for me to understand where you are right now, because <laughs> What's amazing is that, you know, all of these women on their co- on this call, like there's women all over the world on this call, right? Of different ages, of different industries, but you all have something in common. And that is you have this desire to create an even more fulfilling life. You want to show up more authentically as you. You want to stop holding yourself back. And you all have this in common, but I want to hear your stories. So make sure you go ahead and book those calls. Yes, I can share the Facebook group link for sure. Thank you, Noelle. So good to see you. Oh, thank you, Erin. You can share the Facebook link. I appreciate that so much, Erin. Okay. So I hope that you guys are excited because I'm really excited. And I want to hear from you all week in the chat, okay? I want to hear from you how you're feeling, what's resonating, what's not resonating. Feel free to pop questions in there at any time. I may not be watching the chat like a hawk, but I'll definitely pause at moments so that I can see what you're all thinking and feeling. Um, Again, this is really about you, okay? So I want to make sure that I'm not just speaking at you for the next week. So, I wanted to tell you a little bit about me for those of you who don't know me. um, My name is Kena Paranjapay, and I'm the founder of All You Are. And my mission is to help women around the world find the clarity, courage, and confidence to step into their full potential in all areas of their life. I'm also the host of Be All You Are, which is a podcast about stepping into All You Are. You'll see the common theme here. Um, and I have really gone on a journey to come to this place and doing this work. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that now. And I know many of you have heard this story because, um, you know, you're on my newsletter list or you hear me talk about it on social media. But, um, basically when I was 30 years old, I was living in the Bay area. I had my dream job. I was married to my high school sweetheart. We had just bought a house um, and my husband was away on business and he suddenly became very critically ill and was in the hospital for four months in the ICU in and out. The doctors had no idea what was happening. They didn't know if he was going to make it. And it was just this period of intense, um, um, stress. It was intense disruption of your life. and it really changed things dramatically for me in all areas. After he made it through that time, he was not well enough to just sort of go back to normal. He had serious medical condition. He was on an IV for 14 hours a day um, in order to get hydration and nutrition and many other issues that basically um, we had to manage. While he was alive, which was for another seven years. So, in my thirties, when you imagine your thirties as a twenty-something, you think about, um, you know, getting married, maybe starting a family, um, you know, your your career taking a certain path of development, um, going on holidays, and you dream about all these things. You have sort of expectations for yourself and what your life will look like. And in a moment, like literally from the time the doctors called me to say, you need to come here immediately. He's he's really not well. Um, everything changed. And that um, disruption in my life set me out on a new path. And part of that path was trying to assign meaning to everything I had, I was experiencing and everything I'd been through. And it was a very rocky journey. I won't pretend it was sort of like this you know, the clouds parting and me fully understanding in that moment how I was to see life. But it um, really gave me the opportunity to go within, to see the the level of strength and resourcefulness that I had when I was being called to use it. Um, it also made me really study um, spirituality, personal development, Uh, personal growth so that I could feel supported and strong as I was navigating this hard time. And, you know, over the week, I'm probably going to share a little bit more about this, but I think, you know, after my husband passed away, we were both 38 years old. So still young, you know, and still have so much of a life ahead of us. I, I had this sense all of a sudden that this is not a dress rehearsal. And we hear, you know, little quips like that, little memes like that all the time. We hear them all the time, but I really felt strongly, like I'm not messing around anymore. I'm like, I, I'm here, I'm young, I'm vibrant. I have a whole life ahead of me. And I know it's not going to be easy to take, you know, the, the, um, you know, the, like the path, the messier path, the path that's not, the hiking path isn't really cleanly carved out. I know, you know, making my way through the woods and making my own path is not gonna be easy, but this is my life and I'm not messing around with it. Um, and then of course, the second thing is that we all know that how precious life is and that it can change in a moment, that it can be taken in a moment. And so it, if we can wake up every day and say, I'm here and that's a gift and yeah, things are annoying and yeah, you know, your daughter woke you, up too, woke you up too early and you're tired and all of these things, but you're here and what can you make of this day? And so that's the energy I really want to bring to the entire week. So before we get started, I want you to take a moment now to ask yourself, why are you here today? So what made you sign up for this workshop? why are you here? What are you hoping to hear or learn? And I'm actually going to pause just for a moment because I want you to write it down. And if you feel comfortable writing it down in the chat, go ahead. You can write it down in the chat. Otherwise, take out your notebook um, and just in a few lines, answer the question, um, why are you here today? Now, does anybody want to share in the chat why, why you're here today? Aaron's looking for clarity on the offers. Yes. Yes, Aaron, that's so good. And the thing is like that also comes from what what you want, right? And when you get clear on that, you'll know that comes from the most authentic place of what you can offer. That's right. Anyone else? Yes. Looking for inspiration to be brave and confident in my decision-making. Learn how I can be courageous to live in my full potential, the confidence to be able to speak about it from a powerful place, focusing on the courage to put myself out there more on social media. Yes, Jamila. Yes. I feel like I've lost faith in my ability to do great things. Oh, that's such a big one. And you know, I'm really glad we're going to be going deep into that, Hannah Maria, tomorrow with confidence, because it's like a really, it's it's something that can truly hold us back. Andrea says, I'm undertaking a new diverse path and I'm looking to bolster my confidence in this path. Yes. I'm at a crossroads, but one that I've been there before. Yeah. I love that, Sarah. Confidence in trusting my intuition. Yes. Okay. Amazing. We're going to tackle all that and more. And again, if I don't hit on something that you're looking for, I want you to make sure that you call that out. Um, all right. So. Before we create the life we want, before we can have all these things that we just talked about in the chat, we need to be clear on what we want. And so I'm glad to hear that there is a sense of that and and we're going to go deeper into that. Um, In Alice in Wonderland, Lewis Carroll wrote, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So my next question for you right now is how many of you know exactly what you want? and and i'm going to ask you to do this on a scale of 1 to 5 so 5 being like yes i know what i want for my life right i know where i know where i'm going i know what i want that's a 5 1 is i have no idea i just don't i know that i don't want to stay where i am but i but i'm but i have no idea where i want to go and then 3 would be i have a sense of where i want to go but i'm not totally clear so that's what i want you to pop into the chat how how do you feel about what you want? Are you at a one, where you'd have no idea? A three, you have a little bit of a sense, or a five, I know exactly what I want. Okay. So some are more clear than others. Nice, nice. Ooh, I like those fives. That's great. Okay. Okay, so this is good because, you know, if you know what you want, then that's great. Like it's all about articulating it, making that vision clearer and richer. That's what you do when you know what you want. If you don't know at all, the prescription is a little bit different. And I'm going to share more about that. So if you're at a one or a two, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But if you're at a three or four, um, we're going to focus on crystallizing and, and directing the energy so that you can become more clear about what it is that you want. And, you know, for those of you who said no, and believe me, this comes up a lot where I'll ask women, what is it that you want? Like, you know, there's a lot, there could be a sense of discontent. You know, I'm not, I'm not loving my job or I just am feeling blah about things. And then when I ask, what do you want? Oftentimes women will say, I really don't know. And it's more common than you think. And these are women who are accomplished and experienced and wise, and they still just don't know, right? And I wanna talk about why it's so tricky to get clear on what we want. And I think honestly, even if you're out of four, I think some of the things that we talked about are going to apply. So I'm gonna share with you three reasons why getting clear on what we want is so hard. The first reason is, conditioning you know from the time we were little um i mean i'm like watching this with my daughter now because she's just turned 7 but like there's a point up until around maybe 5 or 6 where we are just truly ourselves there's no sense of separation there's no sense of like watching ourselves like are, am i cool am i this we are just fully in our being right we just show up and we do our thing and there's no apologies And it's awesome. (laughs) And then at some point, somebody says something like somebody says something to, you know, either diminish our life light, or to say that we should be more like this or more like that, or somebody leaves us out on the playground. And slowly we start to conform. We start to conform to all those kind of forces around us. And, you know, I actually have this photo that I look at sometimes it's like, here, I'm going to hold it up. This is a photo of me when I was five years old, maybe four. Um, And I look at this photo and again, I can feel me owning my power as a four-year-old, right? And there were a lot of years of conditioning that moved me away from that sense of self that I had to then unlearn to come back home to myself, to come back home to that little girl who knew right? And so I think that's one of the things that we all experience is a sense of we've been conditioned out of our true essence and we're finding our our way back to ourselves. The second big one, and this is like, you know, I think it's honestly like an epidemic among women today is we are so caught up in the noise of life, right? Like our lives are so jam-packed Um, If you have kids or pets, it's an extra layer. And we do not have 15 minutes often to ourselves. We don't have time to sit down and reflect, to meditate. You know, you might fit in a fitness class or something like that, but are we often just allowing our feelings to come up or allowing our questions to come up and sitting with them? No, we're often just like, filling in all the noise. And that noise can also come just from social media. It can come from the news. um, And there's very little time for us to take for ourselves to allow that inner voice that we have in there that is a whisper, right? Our inner voice is a quiet whisper and around us is so much noise. And so in order to be able to tap into our intuition, to be able to answer the question, what do I really want? We need to get quiet. So that's the other thing that really gets in the way. And then the last thing is really the most obvious, which is fear. Fear stops us from even listening to what we want. Like even if it bubbles up and we kind of hear it, we're like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't do that. That's like, I can't do that. Like, what would people think? And who am I to do that? And I'm too old. And all these things come up that stop us from even looking at that thing that maybe we want. And so, you know, (laughs) I have this funny story of a woman who is a friend, and she literally didn't want to go work with this coach because she was afraid this coach was going to tell her she needed to leave her husband. Now, nobody can tell you that you need to leave your husband. That's a decision you have to make for yourself. But in her mind, she was like, I'm afraid there's something within me that says that I want to leave my husband and they're just going to point a flashlight on it. And now I'm going to have to leave my husband. So it's just so funny that we are so afraid to even see what's there that we won't even look. But the power isn't looking. You know, our true self is in looking. And. Alignment with who we are is in looking. So we need to be able to look there. Okay. Um, Does anybody have any questions before I keep going? All right. So, again, for those of you who don't know what it is that you want, or you're not quite clear on what it is you want, I believe that you actually do, that the truth is in there somewhere within you, and you just haven't been ready or haven't had time or space to see it yet. It's sort of like the analogy that I use is, is like it's the sun behind the clouds, right? So the sun is still shining behind the clouds, even if it's cloudy for weeks. Like we still know that it's it's there beyond the clouds. So, but like owning up to your truth feels like busting past those heavy clouds and seeing beyond, right? Right. Or it's like wearing dirty glasses. It's like suddenly, if you're able to clean those glasses and put them on, you're like, oh, it's, it's clear now, right? I have clarity. So now I want to talk to you about three reasons why getting clear on what you want is critical to a fulfilling, well-lived life. So why, why, why do we need to be clear on what we want? Why shouldn't we just keep going and see where things lead us? So the first reason is that you have special gifts. Um, And I always think it's funny because we often tell children, right? How special they are, how unique you are. There's nobody like you, you know, you have your own talents and, and like, we even tell them like if they have something that people might consider a weakness, like a, a learning disability or something like that, we tell them like, no, that's what makes you special. It's like your own unique makeup. But somehow we forget that as grownups, right? Like grownups don't need to hear that. It's just it's just the kids that need to hear that. When it's actually the other way around because kids already know it. They like pretty much know it and they already think they're all that, right? Um, I saw this meme on Instagram the other day um, that showed a fingerprint right next to the um, like a cross section of a tree trunk. And they showed them side by side, and it basically said, you know, we think we're not, we think we're separate from nature, but we're not. Because when you look at a fingerprint close up next to a a cross section of a tree trunk, you see how similar it is, right? Like we are, we are a part of the natural world. We come from nature, and we think that we're separate, but we're not and so just remembering how unique we we are and how each of us is important as a single tree is um and then of course i need to bring deepak chopra into here because deepak chopra talks about you know we we use the words like destiny that we each have a unique destiny based on our gifts based on like the path that our soul wants to travel um and deepak chopra says that our dharma is the process by which you use your unique skills and passions to serve your community and the world. So I'm going to say that again. So your your dharma, which is essentially your destiny, is the process by which you use your unique skills and passions to serve your community and the world. So that's, that's why getting clear on what you want is so important. It's not just about what you want. It's about how you are going to serve your community and your family and the world. The other reason why it's so important to pay attention to this is because when all that busyness slows down and eventually it will, um, we're left with how did I live my life, right? We're left with the what ifs. What if I had gone for it? What if I had listened to that nudge? What if I had paid more attention to what made me happy? Um, and, uh, there's a woman who was a hospice nurse and she wrote a book called the five regrets of the dying. And her name is Bonnie Ware. And the number one regret of the dying that she recorded from like interviewing hundreds of patients at the end of their life was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. So we don't want to get to a point where we feel like, oh, I missed out. Like I didn't, I didn't live full out and I don't even really know why. It's just because I didn't stop and I didn't ask myself what I wanted. So that this is the second reason why it's really clear that important that we get clear on this. And then the third reason is, um, the third reason is, I believe that we actually have a responsibility to future generations of women and men, too, to show them what it means to live an authentic life. Um it's funny, I've had so many conversations with women who are, daughters of immigrants right and there's this really heavy sense of responsibility that like you know my parents sacrificed so much for me and they um and you know this would apply for a lot of people right not necessarily if you're um daughter of immigrants but this feeling of like they sacrificed for me they made sure that I was okay they worked so hard to give me the things that would allow me to succeed and for me to serve my family and I, how can i do something now that dishonors that and what i say to women who have that sense is like what your parents did was they took what their parents gave them and they expanded on it right like they they said okay um you know maybe that their parents couldn't give them that same level of opportunity but they gave them a sense of love community Um, uh, an importance to focus on education. Maybe that was what their parents gave them. Think about what your parents did with that. They didn't just hand that down. No, they grew it. They evolved it. They taught you new things. They learned new things and taught them to you. And so in the same way, we have that responsibility. We can take what our parents gave us, but then we need to take it to the next level. And the question is, how far will we take it? Like when I think about my daughter, who's seven, you know, and is very spirited and bright and full of love, my, I feel like my, my role and my responsibility, which I take very seriously is for her to understand how important she is and, and what she, a difference she can make in this world just by being herself and leaning hard into being herself. And that I take that as a responsibility, but in order for us to teach our kids that and and younger generations that, nieces, nephews, we need to model it, right? Like We all know we only learn by somebody modeling it for us, not just telling us. So we need to own it now and not wait and not just tell them and say, well, things were different when mommy was young, right? (laughs) We need to know things are not different and we can make those changes now. I'm just going to visit the chat really quickly. Yes, you were raised by a single mom, Erin. Yes, Francie says. Yeah, I started asking myself these questions in 2009. Yes, exactly. Yes, I think we have a responsibility. I really do. I think this isn't just about like a nice to have or, um, oh, that would be nice. I think we need to show them because I think that the world is not changing fast enough. And I think that if we keep going at this pace, it's, we're going to be like, we're going to be doing the same things that we've been doing hundreds and hundreds of for hundreds and hundreds of years. And um, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent here, but I feel like, you know, women have in so many ways, we've gained equality from an external standpoint, right? Like, Yes, we're fighting for C-suite and the glass ceiling. All those things are still existing, but for the most part, we—if you live in certain parts of the world—you can get an education, you can be hired as a VP or a CEO. Um, you know, you are—you can run for office. You're in—you can be in a leadership position. But I do think there's a difference between somebody handing you a, a, a position of power and saying, "Okay, here you are. You're now powerful." and feeling powerful from within those are two different things and you don't not everyone wants to be a political leader or wants to be a CEO but if every woman was able to step more fully into their power and to speak up for what they believe in and to stop worrying about what everybody thinks about them and just start living from a more bold place i really believe that's how the dynamic in the world is going to change that's, and I think it's really the only way and I think we can't wait <laughs> i think we need to we need to do something now it's it's a desperate situation and it's yeah um all right okay so um I I want to ask you now now that we've gone through all the reasons why it's so important um to ask yourself why what you want and that it's not a selfish thing in the least, and that is necessary. Okay. We're we've all agree on that that it's necessary. Um, I want to ask you now, what do you really, really want? And I don't know if the answer has changed for you from the beginning as we're talking about this and write it down. Like if there's something that is like, oh, this is actually what I really want. Like, just I'd love for you, as we're having this conversation, to just make little notes for yourself about what's coming up for you. But I also want to. Um, warn us that ans- answering the question "What do I really want?" isn't as clear as you might think, and and so I'm gonna I'm gonna like talk you through a few of the ways that we bungle up the answer to this question. I'm not asking you, for example, what you think you should want. You know, because when you when you are focused on what you think you should want, then it's all about, again, this sort of external, well, you know, I have a degree in this, so it makes sense for me now to get a job in that, right? Or I've spent 10 years doing this, so I don't really want to work in the corporate world, so maybe I should just do in consulting because that just makes sense, right? That's not what you want. That's what you think you should want. So let's, like, make sure that that's not what you're you're answering this question with. The second one is what others expect of you, right? Like, you know, what would my mom want me to do? What would my spouse want me to do? You know, again, you know, you don't want to stay where you are, but are you just answering what do I want with what others expect from you? Because that's not really what you want, right? The third thing is what is the next obvious step? And I always give give this example in every, every time I talk about this. I have a friend who's very senior um, in the, in the retail industry, you know, she was a president and when she left that role, she was like, well, what I should do next, you know, there's a should, and then there's also the next obvious step is I should, you know, be on boards. Like that's what people do, right? That's the next step. That's what people do when they, they leave this sort of high level, they, they go and they sit on boards. And so she goes and she interviews for boards and she spends a lot of time on this and she gets on a board and then she's like, I hate this. This is so not my thing. I don't want to be on a board. This is totally not me. And sometimes we figure this out by trial and error, right? Like that's true. But just be careful that you're not just kind of looking for that next easy step and that you're instead doing the work of listening to what it is that you really want. And then this last one, which is honestly the... Most important one to focus on is I don't want you to only think about what you think is reasonable because we have a very heavy bias on our limitations, right? Like what we believe we can do. And so if we only ask ourselves, well, I want this because it's reasonable, then we are immediately holding ourselves back from a much wider expanse of possibilities. We're like closing the door before we even get there. So I want to make sure that when you're answering the question, what do I want that it's not with the lens of well, because I can reasonably expect this, right? I can I can reasonably expect to get a job like this or I can reasonably expect to, um, you know, find a relationship that is, you know, the guy works. like that's that's good enough for me, right? No, I want you to like dream and imagine and um, really, really visualize what it is that you want. That's the starting point. One of the things that I often talk about is that we need to get better at ordering off the menu. And I know some of you who I've spoken to before, I've heard me talk about this, but it's the idea that, and I'll use like looking for a job as an example, is that often what we'll do is we say, okay, you know what? I'm not happy where I am. I want to, um, you know, I want like uh, more money or I want a better leadership position or something like that. And so what we do is we order off the menu. We go onto LinkedIn and we just like look at our connections who are in the same industry and we talk to a recruiter and all of those things are what's on the menu, right? Like they're all these things that are out there and then we just pick and choose from them. But what I want to remind you of is that there are a host, like really an unlimited host of opportunities that are not on the menu. And it's up to us to say, I want this. I want this experience. I want to feel like this when I go to work every day. I want to feel like this in the relationship. And once you get that clarity and once you're committed to wanting that thing, you will be amazed how things start to just move to show it to you. Does anybody have any questions on that? Because I know that can be a little bit um, of a a big topic, this idea of ordering off the menu. Maybe just type a yes in the chat if it resonates. um, Or if you have any questions on that, please just pop them in. Awesome, Michelle. Thanks, Noelle. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Order off the menu. (laughs) Yes. I'm asking you to have vision. That's right. I love that, Taylor. That's exactly what I'm saying. We need to have vision and courage to see beyond the obvious, right? That's the only way we create anything in this world. I mean, when you think of anybody who's doing anything cool, right? Like anyone that you admire, like from, um, you know, somebody in the corporate world or an entrepreneur or an artist, they did not order off the menu, right? Like they created their own opportunity. They created their own um, their own lane. And we can all do that. We really can. We just have to believe that it's possible. Um, okay, so uh, Avril, my kids are too young to get this, but I always ask them who controls the menu. Yes, exactly. <laughs> who controls the menu? That's right. That's, it's so crazy that we hand our power over to somebody else who controls the menu, right? Um, Karen says, any tips uh, for how you learn to silence all the other voices about what others expect? Yes, for sure. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more, Karen, and we have a connect call, so I'm going to make sure that we address that question specifically then, too. Um Trust me. Yes. I love that. Kelsey Sugarfish. They have a thing called trust me. Um, Yes. And then Kristen makes a good point here. She talks about, um, she's found it's easier to start with what I know I don't want. And yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that if you are Trying to get clear on what you want, and it just feels like this vast, open, overwhelming space. Then, starting with what you don't want is a great place to start. And then, you know, you're you kind of get you kind of get used to by process of elimination. All right. Well, now I know what I don't want. Let me fill in that space of what I do. Yes. Yes. What how I want to feel. Oh, my goodness. This is so good, Laura, because we are headed in exactly this direction. Um, All right. So, but before we keep going, I want you to pause again and take a moment to ask yourself now that we've been talking for 43 minutes, um, what comes up when you ask yourself what you want? So I'm going to ask you guys, Hey, everyone, what do you want? What do you want? Write it down. Freedom. Yes. Yes. i Totally. I know that is a big one. Joy and authenticity. Yes. Giving yourself permission to dream is huge. This, I mean, this week is going to be so awesome guys, because this is not just about us focusing on dreaming. We are going to talk about how do we put it into action? How do we, you know, really, how do we really take steps towards this? living a more creative life. Yeah. So about a month ago, I spoke at a retreat for women entrepreneurs in Palm Springs. I know many of you are on the call today. So hi, everybody. (laughs) And I asked this question in a room. It was like, I don't know, maybe 14 of us at the most. And we were sitting together. It was very comfortable and we'd have like a really in-depth conversation. And I asked that this question, I was like, okay, what, what do you want? You know, so simple. And everybody went quiet and it was sort of like blank faces. And again, all these women are um, ambitious, experienced entrepreneurs, you know, have busy lives, a lot going on. And finally, someone said quietly, I want peace. And then around the room, women just started nodding, right? Like, yes, I want peace. And what I... um Realized and what you know, we talked further about is that they weren't talking about peace like they wanted their lives to stop, right? Like they love the work that they were doing, they love their families, you know, they love that they've had such full lives, but they weren't looking for things to go quiet. They were looking for that sense of inner peace, that sense of like, I just feel peaceful within myself. And this is the thing that I want to address when we're talking about what we want, because ultimately. Yes, we're excited by the thing, right? We're excited by the job or the house or the relationship or the vacation, but what we really are craving is the feeling that we get when we have that thing. It's the feeling we get when we're holding hands with that person that is our person, or it's the feeling we have when we're giving a presentation about a topic that lights us up and we feel like we're just like, doing what we're meant to do. That's the feeling we want, right? It's all about the feeling. So you guys already got this started for me. Um, And so I want to know, how do you want to feel? So I know like Amrita said, living a more creative life, um, peaceful, freedom, purpose, creativity, connection. How else else do you want to feel? Light, sense of aliveness. Yes. Passionate, connected, satisfied, more ease, in alignment with my values, deep happiness, content. Beautiful. Yes, these are are so beautiful. And these are all things that are available to us. That's the thing. Like really, they're available to us right now. And I would say that, the more that we can tap into those feelings now, the more that we can create the destination of what we want. Um, and I know that that sounds like, okay, that's easy to say, <laughs> but there is like a method to this, right? There is a method to manifesting or creating or um, bringing into life the things that we want. And it really, all starts in a feeling right in a feeling in a trust in ourselves in in having belief and the actions come from that place not the other way around um we have 12 minutes left and i have some wrap up to do and recapping to do but i just want to like see if there's any questions in here or if you have any questions um that i can address Um, before we, before we, let me see, I'm just scanning the chat. I know there was a question about, um, sort of making a living and, um, and living your purpose at the same time. And I think that's something that we can for sure address. Okay. All right. Um, Okay, so before I start to kind of you know wrap everything up, I want to acknowledge something, and that is that when we haven't given ourselves much time to listen to our inner voice, sometimes it isn't very clear, right? so and if it isn't clear to you, that's okay. and And maybe what it is is the first thing that you want is to be able to listen to your inner voice right? Like that could be the first step. It's like, I want to be able to tap into that inner knowing. I want to be able to tap into the part of myself that knows what's right for me, that knows what what will make me feel good, that knows what I am being called forward to do. And I want to listen to that part of us. Um, It can take time to gain clarity and it's not always an aha moment. Like for some people. That moment of clarity just comes like that. But for others, it's like a slow reveal. And I really believe it's a slow reveal for a reason. It's because you're not ready to take on everything that it means yet, right? You're like, slowly, it's like, us. I heard this analogy that it's like unwrapping the chocolate bar. Like, you're not going to just, nobody unwraps the whole chocolate bar and eats the whole thing. I mean, very few people. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me if you're one of them. (laughs) Most people just like unwrap and crack off a piece, and then you know you're slowly just like revealing it. And I can honestly say that the work that I'm doing now, it didn't. I didn't wake up one day and say I want to do this work. You know, it's it was like a trying and a testing and a putting myself out there and of listening to what feels good and what doesn't feel good and and where I'm getting excited and where I'm not, and and that all comes from tuning in, tuning in to what's going on inside you. And, um, you know, it involves along with that tuning in, taking some action. And, and even if it's small action, right. It could be reaching out to someone to just like ask them more about what they do. It could be signing up for a program. It could be, you know, who knows, like visiting an art gallery to get inspiration, but The idea is that as you take action, the path does become more clear and and you learn to trust that process. But I can guarantee you that if you stay exactly in the same spot and just wonder, like, I wish I knew what I wanted or, oh, I kind of want that, but it's not really possible. You'll be in the exact same spot a year from now. And so action is a critical part of that. And on day three, we're going to be really focused on how to take action and how to really draw on that innate courage that we all have. So I want to recap quickly what we talked about today on our first day together, all about clarity. We talked about the three reasons why owning up to what we want is hard. And the first piece is really about conditioning, right? That we sort of... um Like we unlearned what we all always knew, which is that we are unique and we have something special to offer and that there truly are endless possibilities. The second reason that it's hard to listen to what we want is the busyness, right? Like one of the things I wanna ask you to do is to carve out at least 15 minutes for yourself every day. You could journal, you could meditate, you could just like sit there with your thoughts and a notebook and see what comes up, but carve out space for yourself. The third thing is fear, right? We're fear of what we're we're fearful of what we're going to disrupt by saying what we really want. But fulfillment is on the other side of that fear. Freedom is on the other side of that fear. All the feelings that we wrote down in the chat are on the other side of that fear. Um, and the more we face our fear, the easier it gets. I can promise you that. And then we talked about the three reasons why being clear on what you want is critical to a fulfilling life. Um, and so the first one was fulfilling your dharma, like your destiny, your unique purpose for being here. Every one of us has a unique purpose for being here. And it's just whether we put our hand up and say, I'm on it. Like I'm I'm ready to take on this journey or not. Right? So that's the first one. The second one is um, living a life without what ifs. We don't want to Um, As Bonnie Ware found when she uh, interviewed people on their deathbeds, that their number one regret was that they didn't live a life that was authentic to themselves. And so we don't want that, right? We want to live fully and authentically now. And then the third reason why being clear on what you want is critical is because of that responsibility that we have to future generations. Um, And I think that from what I saw in the chat, that you all Feel that as well. Right. And it's playing out and, um, we, we have to like accelerate things. We have to accelerate them now. Um, and then I really emphasize the importance of how you want to feel right. That it's not just about what you want, because in the end, It could be any job that gives us the feeling that we want. It could be many vacations that can give us the feeling we want. It's not only one partner in the universe or in the world who can give you that feeling you want, but it's ultimately the feeling that we are craving, right? The feeling that makes us feel like we're living life fully and with joy and love and creativity and all of those things. So getting clear on how you want to feel is really important. Um, last week I had about 15 connect calls with many of you, 15 minute calls. So if you haven't booked your call, um, be sure to do that. And I am going to pop that link in here right now. Oops, There we go. Um, make sure that you book those with me. Um, cause it's a chance for us to go a little bit deeper and to also address some of these questions that you have. Um, But on those calls, I've been giving you assignments. And one of the assignments I've given you was to ask yourself five days in a row. Honestly, you could do it for two weeks, but like for at least five days in a row at night, ask yourself, what do I really want? Just write that on the top of the page. What do I really want? And see what comes up. And the reason why I say you do this same thing, the same question night after night for five days in a row is because... When you first answer it, you're going to have like your on the surface pat answer, right? But then the next day when you see it, when you write it again and you see what your answer was the day before, you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to go a little bit deeper on this. Like, what is it really? What is it really? And you start peeling the layers of the onion and really getting crystal clear on what is it that you desire. So I'm going to give you that homework um, starting tonight to journal, what do I really want? And um, the second thing I want you to ask yourself is, um, if I knew I could not fail, what would I do? Because I think for us, there is a huge, um, you know, that fear is layered on to even our desires and it kind of masks what it is that we really want because there's a lot of like, well, I can't do that or I can't have that or it's not possible, So instead, answer the question, if I knew I could not fail, what would I do? And I'm going to put this in the um, email recapping today as well, so that you have that homework. It's a really important question to answer. Um, And before I finish off, I want to just remind any type A's on the call. um, Those of you who just, you know, are focused on productivity and getting things done and making things happen and i know there's a lot of you on this call getting clear about what you want is the most productive thing you can do don't waste any more time on things that you don't want for yourself that is that is it okay and it all begins with clarity and once we have clarity then we can move to commitment like am i ready to commit to this thing that i want or am i just kind of like ah I take it or leave it right because we can only get things um, into that like cycle of manifestation if we're committed, if we're like, I want this and I'm going to have it. And from there, we can make magic happen, but only with that commitment behind us. So we have to decide, are we committed? There's so much more to say and so much more to come. And tomorrow we're focused on confidence. This hour has gone by so fast. I can't believe it. Um, how is everybody feeling? <laughs> How's everybody feeling? I just want to hear from you in the chat. Um, um, Ruth says this was great. Feeling inspired. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Already feel more clarity, Nicole. I love hearing it. Oh, good. Well, we're just getting started. We are just getting started. I'm like so excited for tomorrow and Wednesday and all week. So just reminder to um, sign up for your connect calls if you haven't already. Join the Facebook group. Um, It's still not too late to share with any friends who you feel like, oh my goodness, I have this friend who could hear this or that friend who could hear this. We all have those friends. Feel free to share it with them. I love all the tips. Thanks, Kelsey. (laughs) And I am so grateful that you're here. I know you could be doing a million other things right now. And the fact that you took this time to be with me and to do this for yourself says a lot. And and I'm just so grateful to work with and be in community with women like you. So thank you so, so much. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are to hear more about the podcast. Follow me over on Instagram at kana underscore all you are send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored. If you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.